Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the 40 Before Noon podcast. A guest today that, let's say it wasn't expected, but a lot of people have been anticipating this episode for a very long time. We are joined by GT No Bike Gaming. <laughs> How's it oh, going, man? I'm all good, man. You? We're doing all right. Zoo is here in Arizona as well. We didn't get the setup. Honestly, honestly, because mics just cost way too fucking much, and we realize it's been a pain in the butt filming this week, too. So we're still filming off of computers, but he is here in Arizona. Do you have you enjoyed your time so far? Pretty solid so far. Uh, I honestly thought we'd be drunker every day, but I'm pretty <laughs> proud of us. We're going to well. Vegas tomorrow, though, so that's yeah. the thing. For those of you guys that don't know why we call GTB No Bike Gaming, uh, there's been a story that's you know it's floated around the live stream for quite some time now about how GTB's bike was stolen from him. Honestly, the way he describes it, it sounds like it's like a fucking GTA city out there where he lives. But um, but yeah, just so you guys have a little bit of context on that. Throughout the podcast today, though, we're going to be talking about, I think, all the dumb shit we've kind of seen on Twitch, which is I think could be the easiest you know conversations in the world. We'll talk about how GTB was the person who did coin hot tub streaming back in the day as well. <laughs> um, <laughs> when he used to just leave his stream on for hours and go have a bath. Uh, we'll talk about his rap career because that is a thing that I'm sure a few of you guys are absolutely itching to hear about. And due to the fact that his missus is currently in the room, we probably will not ask him about funny breakups or ex relationships. So um, that'll be it. Okay. <laughs> if, if GTV ever does decide to stream again, we'll link his stuff down below because I think he's, I think he's maybe gone on like, what did you went on the other day, didn't you? Yeah. So I decided just to do like a three hour one. And it was a funny reason why that started, really. Um, so the missus actually enjoys watching me play FIFA because I think she's anticipating this massive rage fest that I don't do. We all know I'm the most calm. Fuck off, dude. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> you know, it was only about 16 PlayStation 4 controllers I went through in about six months. Um, but yeah, she's seen the footage of me winging the controller at the walls, the headphones at the floor and everything. And I think she was really anticipating that happening. She's like, oh, every time she comes around, go on FIFA, go on FIFA. And I'm like, no, look, I want to chill with you. No, go on FIFA, go on FIFA. So I go on FIFA and I'm really chill now, grown up. Um, and there was a day where she really wanted to watch me play the weekend league and she happened to go, she had to go to work. Um, so we, I was sat there, I was thinking, how can I let her watch? And then I was Googling ways to do share play that she could watch on like her laptop or something. I was like, you know what? Screw it. We'll stream as a one-off. So we end up doing like a four-hour stream as a one-off so she could actually see the game and see my reaction and everything. So yeah, I just did a one-off four-hour stream. Like a little dance monkey Yo, dance type thing. Have you seen that? I don't know if you guys have seen this on TikTok. Yeah, I'm not even kidding. Weird how I saw it too, but how some girls post and they think that their boyfriend raging at video games is like attractive. I'm not even kidding. This is a thing. I swear I, to God. I think that's what she found. I think she's not even kidding. <laughs> I've seen a TikTok and it was like, oh, when he rages and it was like, why is this hot type thing? I don't know. I swear to God, I've seen it before. I mean, <laughs> Jesus. Let's yeah. give, I guess a little bit of background on GTB too though. How long have you been streaming? Because obviously we met through the streaming world and FIFA, I'm assuming, was the game that you've played forever, even though it seems like it's caused you more agony than anything else. Yeah, more heartbreak than relationships, to be fair. Yeah, that's uh, a stretch. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think I started um, FIFA 14. Um, funnily enough, it was for a MacBook on like a little like foldable desk um, with like a microphone on like a little, you know, those little like three leg mounts that are about that big. Yeah. Um, on one of them. And like none of this two screen, three screen bullshit. 
Um, and I just happened to make friends with Nick 28T. Um, and then I decided to do a 48 hour charity stream where I was just gaming for 48 hours straight. Um, that wasn't fun. That was about four showers throughout that. Um, four fucking showers? <laughs> what? Yeah. Well, it's an easy way to get the 48 hours down, isn't it? Bro, that's a bullshit way of getting the 48 hours down. You didn't even stream the showers either? They came later. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, doing that and then obviously did that for charity um, for like, I did it a total of like a year, that streaming, had a break, came back when we met, I think I just happened to come in your streams one day um, and I remember clear as day, this is one thing I do remember, you was opening my rewards and you got me the red Neymar. Oh fuck. Yeah, and I think this was like FIFA 16, 17, something like that um and i you every video is like all oh, right chat here we go this is like someone that's that's what got reach, yeah so this it's person cheap. got a reach around the ea and i had like the Vieira <laughs> cruyff and then i remember when you packed me that red neymar like two weeks three weeks later they released the carnival cards if you remember them i kind of remember those cards yeah 100 remember all this now too yeah yeah then i end up packing the carnival neymar from a two-player pack um so i remember again you then did a video like oh if anyone wants a reason to hate this person look at this team <laughs> going through the team and then i took control and he's like oh he's probably going to show off something else this like got rid of one of the players went into the team and there was the red neymar as well untradeable so yeah and i think that was the same year we got the five team of the seasons in the five packs for syria wasn't it yeah no you literally i don't know who you were <laughs> who you were sleeping with at ea that year dude but something for sure was going on that shit was funny no as problem. hell yeah, for real. Someone's daughter, dude, for God's sake. <laughs> but um, all right. So for those of you guys that aren't around the live stream or I guess probably weren't around a lot of the Facebook live stream. So this pretty much goes out to everybody out there aside from 10 people. Um, <laughs> yeah. The COVID OGs, I guess. Eh? Like yeah, we were, pretty, that's when we were playing Warzone back in the day. Pretty much, yeah, man. no, it was. But yeah, so I think I want to say like, obviously, in in my stream, I think obviously people knew you for that account, but when we went over to Facebook, that's when everybody like started to know who you were. Cause I think that's yeah. when you became like more a part of the live stream as well. Uh, one of the things that GTB got comfortable with sharing after a little while was that he had a rap career at one point in his life. And I know we've all, we've heard, you know, only tonight we've heard a couple of the bangers. <laughs> I just showed Z one of the songs <laughs> as well too with big Dino, but um, <laughs> we want to know what the hell got you into rapping. And also, uh, what was like, I guess your biggest accomplishment from it too. I know you said you've been on the radio and stuff, but I'm yeah. just curious to hear more. So the way that started, it was really weird. Again, um, it was through a friend that was called Kyle, but his music name was B kid. We've got so original, original names over here. Do you know what I mean? There was a phase <laughs> where people used to get the first letter, the first name, the first letter, the second name, and just add the word dot between it. So like me, obviously guy Brooks, GB, it would be G dot B how original creative <laughs> you know creative flair right there people um, can't say those names are lame though you know what i mean like yeah they work they work you're not naming yourself like Swagmaster 12 yeah. or some shit you know like some xbox name yeah, yeah no exactly but the thing is i can't call people for creating names like that because all i did was add a fucking z to the end of my last name dinner do you know what i mean and that's how creative i got but yeah yeah I mean, that's true that is <laughs> So like I say, he was doing music and I just got like really interested. He was like two years older than me. 
was like, oh, like, how do you record it all and everything? And obviously he basically showed me the programs he was using and all that jazz. And it was actually him I got that microphone off that I was doing the um, streaming with. Um, so, yeah, I just went onto YouTube, didn't steal beats, um, and obviously just started writing music, thought, you know what, I actually really enjoyed this. And I was like 15 at the time, 16 maybe. Um, I've just added that guy for being a bit dodgy, being two years older than me. But anyway, especially uh, <laughs> moving on from that one. Um, I then decided I wanted to go to, obviously, I mean, you guys, I don't know how your education system works. Like, obviously, you've got high school and et cetera. Obviously, here we have, like, um, primary school, secondary school. You're at secondary school till 15, 16, and then you go to college, then to university. And um, I went to college for music technology, did two years there um interesting fact about that college there there's a mixer there and it's i forgot the name of it but it was actually a mixer used to record the beatles one of the beatles albums and it's an actual mixer and it's called electric mayhem um but yeah like i say started to learn more things there creating the beats and all that jazz and that's where we obviously got the beautiful music video uh, from that other college student that was in the media side that didn't know how <laughs> is that no, no, it wasn't Dino. It was the other son of a bitch no. that was filming the thing, dude. No, I'm going to make you... sure we pop a little bit of the clip up in this podcast because we kind of have to. Uh, what was the was the media department just not where it needed to be at that point in time or what? I think what it was is things didn't go the way they was meant to go. So she had to submit some coursework. and uh, Oh, it was a girl? Time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Oh, I've been I... saying it was a dude for the last like <laughs> no. year and a half now. No, so oh, now I feel girl. like a dick. Okay. <laughs> it was a girl called Claire. Um, and basically the coursework that she was basically doing it, doing originally all corrupted like two days before she had to hand it in. So she had no files whatsoever. Oh, damn. Um, she knew I did music and I went to the same college. She was like, oh, can we like just go into the studio, into college? Obviously, that's what's in the music video. Record that song. That's why it's only coming out the left ear because we rushed it. Um, there was so wrong with so much wrong with that song. Um, <laughs> and obviously, bless her. Like in some respects, she managed to get that all together in two days. Um, why I was obviously there, they had like events, so to speak, where they got like famous people in from like different sectors of the music industry, the media industry, the gaming industry, etc downside was you could only go to the industry that obviously you was learning in so obviously i couldn't go to like the media ones or the gaming ones unfortunately which would have been fucking lit um but yeah so went to the music ones and there was a guy called hugh i can't remember his last name but he used to be a radio presenter on bbc and you could basically submit some of your songs and obviously i am the most anxious nervous person you'll ever meet but i thought fuck it handed mine in he played it and he sat there just like hands on his lips He's like, who made this? And I'm thinking, I can't own up to this shit because he's about to fucking rip in <laughs> You know, I've, after the songs are finished for everyone, everyone's going, oh, yeah, 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 that's all right, that's all right. Mine finished, and everyone's just like, <laughs> radio silence. And then you just get, so who created this? I'm like, shit, me? He's like, yeah, it's good. I'm like, okay. He's like, you ever thought about the radio? I'm like, yeah, obviously. Like, obviously, that's where you want to progress yeah. with things. And he's like, submit it, man, submit it. I was like, 
all right. So I then started submitting my music to radios and end up getting on BBC Radio, which is obviously the biggest, like one of the biggest radio production like companies in the UK. Um, and then ignore this part. Um, my partner at the time says that I needed to grow up and stop doing music. So I quit music. <laughs> That's really the reason you stopped? Yeah. Fuck. What? Yeah. That's pretty damn crazy. She robbed us of a superstar, man. What the fuck is yeah, that? Yeah, no, you know what? I sit there and I sometimes wonder that, you know, like, it's, it's, you know, it's like sarcastically and obviously seriously, I sit there and think, where could this actually have gone? Do you yeah. know what I mean? But then I sit there and think, probably fucking nowhere. <laughs> nah, you never know, dude. You never know, though, man. Well, that's it, isn't it? There's obviously a, a very similar pattern when you hear my stories. I start something and then I just fucking quit. Bro, I mean, that's a lot of people, though, at the end of the day. It is. Yeah. Do, you, do you have anyone that, like, you went to school with or you knew, like, during that time that, like, still is, like, actually continued with music? Uh, you know, in, still cracking it up or what? Funnily enough, so what it was is a lot of the guys went to university and I didn't want to be paying the £9,000 a year fees for it. Um, so I just went straight into work as well. Made sense. I quit music. Didn't want to study no more. Thought I got my life on track. Clearly lied to myself. Um... But yeah, no, funnily enough, literally, it's weird that you say that about three days ago, the guy that originally started me doing music reached out to me. He was like, oh, I remember when we did this song together and sent an old song. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, you still on music? I was like, yeah, here you are. Like, when I do it now, I just do like, like you've seen book with the one I did for you. Just little snippets of things, you know, when I'm bored. Yeah. And um, he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm still doing music. Like, sent me, I'm like oh shit this guy's sounding like he should be on the radio and he was like oh we need to do a song together for like old times and everything so yeah who knows maybe watch out for that one that'd be a revival be yeah bad, well <laughs> Dude, it's not just eminem that does it <laughs> <laughs> i think what's funny is a lot of i don't know if, how it works because obviously we all went to school in different countries but out here for like spanish class you had to make a music video that was like one of the things you you had to do um we were in a film production class though and this is i just had to tell the story before i forget it there was this rapper at our school huh you just reminded me of something like a video that exists that's what i'm saying i feel like everybody has one of these videos but one of the funniest things i've ever seen happen was we had to submit like a final video music like a music video project in our filmmaking class and obviously some of the worst fucking things I've ever seen in my entire life. Cause you now have all these like nerdy fucking film students trying to rap and shit. Okay. But there was one kid in the class that legitimately thought he was a rapper. There's this kid out of school and he called himself Michael that that was his name. Okay. Kind of a chunkier guy, so, hey, kind of a chunkier guy. So all the girls called him Michael fat. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Which, he walked into that one. He walked bro, it was no, one. honestly, it was fucking terrible. So, I've tried to find this music video a million times, but basically, I don't know. How, like, I'm like the only white guy in the music video, and it's it's just so just like, just like there was no rhyme or reason for me to be there whatsoever. They're like, "Hey, Connor, come be in it," and I'm in the back like this, like the entire time and shit, like looking like an absolute asset. But the best part at the end of this video was there's this one kid. His name I don't want to just out his entire name, but Robert. This kid, like, just to put it in perspective how we all think, how GTV just said he thought he had his life on track at that point. This kid literally dropped out of high school with three weeks left to prove that he could make it in life without a high school diploma. So that's what we're dealing with at this point, right? The kid in the final part of the music video, uh, and I don't know how this wasn't edited out, 
they were on like the stage in the auditorium and the kids go on like this, like pretending to basically jerk off. Right. And he's like flipping off the camera, going like this, all this shit. Right. And they left it in this video. Okay. Like for the class, everybody, everybody knew it was coming. But, um, so what ended up happening was we're all watched on one of these like dinky ass televisions. And right as that part of the song pops up, cause the kid knew he was going to get in trouble. He literally stands up and walks in front of the TV. He's like, oh, everybody, thank you so much for watching. Then <laughs> tried to block it, dude. So the teacher didn't see it. They ended up like failing the kid and he got like suspended for I think like a week or something. <laughs> and then he dropped out afterwards. But I've never seen just more pure panic in my like life than the kid walking in front of the television while everybody's sitting there watching going, oh, everybody, thank you so much. It wasn't even his fucking video, dude. The kid was just a background extra in the video. It was fucking great. Zoo, what's your story? You I, I don't know. I just remember like back in like grade seven. So I was like maybe 12. We were doing like a book study. So we we're doing like Percy Jackson. You know, it's a good book, you know, and we had to make like a type of video or something like a cool way to describe the book, some shit. So me and like two buddies did a rap. And like it exists and like I know where it is. And it's like, oh, it's fucking bad. Dude. Like I'm 12 years old and I'm fat. Like, oh, it's like Chunky Adam. I try and rap and I'm, <laughs> it's like, I'm Percy and like he's the Minotaur. And then we do like a fake fight after too. Oh, God. oh dude, it's bad. I I, I, just, I, can't, I don't know how to explain it, but I'll, I'll find the video because I'll, I'll bite the bullet. But yeah, it'll show it off better. Yeah. Then he can't insult me for my area. Yeah, no, I need, I need to have something out there. Did you ever have to do video projects in England, GTB, for any of your um, for any of your courses? Yeah, so uh, this is where this is out in myself big time now. So you know the only tonight music video. Yeah, you're looking at the videographer right now. No way, it was you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so the, you, the girl on. was just the girl was just editing stuff then, and you were the videographer. No, so she was the dare this girl song where everyone says I'm in a graveyard and it's oh. not a graveyard. That but, one's fucking yeah. great too. That was an incredible one. <laughs> and the only tonight one is me. So you know when you was there, like, oh, I was big Dino, like, hey, GTV, let me get a shot face in the wall. He was asking the videographer <laughs> if he could. <laughs> I'm there, like, yeah, yeah, crush come here. You, you have that shot. <laughs> I'm in control. <laughs> it makes the editing process a little bit easier at the end of it. Oh, Damn. Then, then you're wondering why I was using aerial text. I know none of that shit. I mean, it could have been Windings for all I know. That's like 11 years ago, though, to be fair. Technology uh, wasn't where it is. Yeah. Now, dude. Yeah. 12 years ago. Literally That's 12 years time. ago. You can yeah. literally, nowadays, you can click a button and it captions every single, single thing you say yeah. in the video. It's yeah, pretty yeah, damn it's crazy. Insane. Instead, I had to type it all out wrong. Oh, because you had to type oh, all the fucking yeah. lyrics. Jeez, yeah, man. The typos, aren't they? And it's just. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm not good at grammar. All the grammar Nazis come for me. They, they have a fucking field day with me. God damn. That's unbelievable. Jesus. Um, all right. So we've gone over the rap career with GTB. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll see if there's another song that comes out. It'd be exciting if there is one. I'm sure the boys would eat it up if there was one too. Oh, but yeah, it was brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> one of the biggest things that GTB got known for throughout my live stream was the fact that he had a motorbike that was stolen from him. And once again, I have so many photos of like people kind of taking the piss out of the situation. We even had Kenny Ross, one of the, the guys from the stream, 
sending a video. He's like, oh, mate, just arrived. Like, so happy to see it. And there's like this random motorbike, like hidden behind his house. He goes, finally got it. GTB's bike in Shia Butte. Like the people just took the piss out of it forever. Um, For the people that are listening that don't know the entire situation, can you give a rundown of how your motorbike was legitimately stolen from you? Ah, you know what? It's a real weird one. Like it, it happened in the places that you just wouldn't imagine. And the worst part about it, right? I, you've got to laugh about it now. Do you know what I mean? But you know, when I cast back my thoughts about it and realize who robbed it, the worst part is the guy had enough cheek to eat a fucking burger before robbing the bastard. <laughs> and you know, when I sit there and think about that now, just seeing him sat in his black Volkswagen Golf, which is now a car I fucking sell. Eating a greasy burger, looking at my bike, thinking, I'm robbing that bike and robs the fucking bike. So, yeah, no, I was at work um, and basically this company I work for, because like another joke is that I have a job every week. Um, he has, I, he has I, cycled through a few jobs yeah. and we have noticed that, dude. I was about to make a joke then, but <clears throat> I'm not going to do that one. Uh, it's like girlfriends. <laughs> I can say it for him. Here we go. Thanks, mate. Go. Yep, got you. <laughs> <laughs> swiftly moving on <laughs> so yeah um i was at work one day and i remember it was just so quiet so this company i worked for we used to have to buy cars in um and i had no appointments coming so i was just sat in it's like the easiest way to put it they're like shipping containers with a door on um and basically no heating no electric you're just working off a tablet with a seat and a desk and just doing your own thing. Brilliant for the fact that I got through so much Netflix Netflix and being paid for it, um, but disappointing the fact that it's probably cost more with my motorbike being stolen. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like I just was stood there one day and I saw this car and the guy was acting proper suspicious in it. I was like, yeah, I'm overthinking. And we had some cars that needed to be picked up. Um, so it's like, you know, those trucks that carry the cars on the back? yeah one of them's turned up to get the cars and i'm like talking to him and everything go back inside and this was the time where i used to smoke um i thought you know what i'm bored i'm going out for a smoke this was about three four o'clock in the afternoon and i'm just stood there and i used to park my bike next to this like shipping container and i'm on the phone to one of my colleagues um who's called mustafa and i'm like yeah yeah so how's your day been he's like oh it's been shit mate brought nothing uh yeah yeah same and I just looked at the side of the camera. I've gone, Mustafa. He goes, yeah. He goes, my motorbike's been robbed. He's like, you seem a bit calm for the fact that your motorbike's been robbed. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not there. <laughs> I was like, it's probably the other side. I probably went to the other side. You know, so I went to the other side. I was like, yeah, my motorbike's definitely not there, bro. Maybe it's behind the shack. Went behind the shack. I'm like, yo, Mustafa, my motorbike's been fucking robbed. What the fuck do I do? No way. So then obviously I had to go through it all properly, like with the police and everything, because obviously it happened at work. They wanted crime numbers, et cetera. Um, But how? Like, I don't get how he just, how does he just run off with it? Oh, Zoo, you're, you're, here we go. You're about to hear the greatest part of the story, my friend. (laughs) So this cabin was in the car park of this building. It's basically called B&Q. Um, and they sell like tools, wood supplies, etc. Um, it's like a DIY shop, massive thing. So I've gone in there and like, has any of your cameras caught this guy robbing my motorbike? They're like, oh, we don't know. We'll check him for you, blah, blah, blah. They come over to me like two hours later and like, we think we've got the guy. I'm like, yeah. So they get the footage up for me. Well, they record it and he comes down with his mobile phone and goes, do you think this is the guy? 
and you just see this guy pushing my motorbike through a bush. <laughs> Do I think that's the guy? <laughs> Let me have a serious think about that one. Um, so yeah, the guy, what he's done is behind the cabin, there was like, obviously you guys have highways, obviously over here we have motorways and like A-roads, A-roads are like mini motorways, the easiest way to put it, and he's just basically rammed it down this bank, up the bank, the opposite side, onto this A-road, and basically someone seen him in a car holding onto the door of a van while he was basically holding himself on the bike and the van was pulling him along the road. What? Obviously, I'm pulling my hair out at this point because I've only had this bike for two months. It's my dream motorbike. You know, you don't really see them. I'm going crazy getting it shared on Facebook. I think it had like over a thousand shares that my motorbike got stolen with photos of it and everything. So I'm thinking, yeah, you've robbed a bike that's too hot to handle. Brilliant. Then I realized who he was. He don't give two shits. Um, so my mate what? was just... So he's like, going, he was sorry. I just got to ask first. He's yep. like on the bike. Yep. Holding a car like that's yep. driving however fast. 60 miles per hour down the road. That's insane. That's insane. That's like some fucking Mission Impossible shit. <laughs> Mate, it was a GTA heist. That's what it was. It was yeah. a GTA heist. <laughs> um so my mate was then going through snapchat one day sees on this story this guy going oh look at my new vehicle i've got for the summer it's my fucking bike so my mate basically takes a photo from his partner's phone because obviously if you screenshot on snapchat it lets the person know he's like yo is this your bike is this your bike so i'm like looking at photos of my bike looking at photos of this bike i'm like that's my fucking bike. So I'm like, who is the guy? So he tells me who the guy is. I was like, all right, leave it with me. I'm going to find out where he lives and everything. Obviously did some research, found out the guy's address, his dad's address, all this jazz. Um, next thing you know, my mate sends me another photo the next day. He's uploaded a photo of it again. I'm like, right, I've got to go about this properly because obviously work know about it. I've got these crime numbers. So I ring up the police. I'm like, right, brilliant. I know who's got my bike. Obviously tell them the name. They're like, ah, oh, yeah. Yeah, he's got my bike. Yeah, well, he could say it's his friend's motorbike. Regardless of what he says, that's my bike and I'm not his friend. Yeah. Last time I checked, so it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, there's nothing we can really do because he could just say it's his friend's bike. He goes, all right, I'll tell you something. Look, I know his address and I read their address out to him. And he was like, yeah. I'm thinking, you should not be admitting that's this guy's address. Anyway, I says, what I'll do is I'll wait outside. I'll ring 999 when I see him on it there you go he was like, oh yeah yeah then we can arrest him for it because he's clearly on stolen property i was like brilliant they goes but we'll have to arrest you as well i'm like what for they're like for trespassing and entrapment i'm like what so this guy can literally rob my bike and i can be arrested for it as well like fast forward again like two three days the guy <laughs> i can't believe i'm about to admit this book knows this one it's going to bring back memories the guy literally rode past my workplace honked the horn on the bike and stuck his middle <laughs> finger up at me <laughs> oh my god yeah still haven't got the bike to this day it's fucking wild you just can't get it back it makes no damn sense so the how how does he get it to run though like how do you, do you know how these guys are steal them. Like, how do they get them to run? Is it a type of hot wire? Well, or is it this is the thing. So he's actually known to the police for um, robbing motorbikes, robbing cars, driving without insurance, riding without insurance. I mean, fuck, he ain't even got a fucking license for either the vehicles, you know. And he's even been like, you know, how you have like your police chasers on TV and everything. We kind of have them, but they're actually recorded. They're not live at the time. 
um, and he's actually been on one of them in a stolen car with no insurance or no license. So like he's fully known to the police for doing yeah. this shit. Um, but yeah, no. So what he's done is obviously with motorbikes, you have a steering lock where the steering, like the handlebars will be faced like that and they can't really go and you have yeah. to snap them. Once you snap a steering lock on a motorbike, that's it. It's considered a write-off. You you literally, if you go to insurance, say, right, I've got my bike back, they'll have to write off because of the steering lock. Oh, um, obviously, yeah. if you've got a stolen bike, you're not bothered because you haven't got insurance. Do you know what I mean? Like, you're, you don't care. It's not yours. Um, but then what he's also done, when one of the photos, you can see that he's had the barrel drilled out and put his own barrel in so he can put his own keys in to turn the ignition on and off. That's crazy, though, because I would have thought that he was maybe, like, he would steal bikes and, like, resell them. But the fact that he just, like, kept it is, like... Well, he does. But this one, like I say, so the easiest way to put it, like, obviously, you guys were... Do you guys work in miles per hour or kilometers an hour? We're miles per hour. Oh, I'm, really? I'm, I'm kilometers. Zoo, this yeah. I can't help you here then, mate. Sorry. <laughs> um, so this bike basically did not 60 in about 2.5 seconds, 2.7 seconds. So yeah topped out 215 miles per hour in about 13 and a half seconds um we took it on a rolling road you see got all those stats um but literally in the whole time of me being interested in this motorbike when it came out in like 2010 other than my own i've only seen two of them so that's why he's kept it because they're not everyday motorbikes do you know what i mean they're so hard to come by to this day do you still check if he still like posts it around uh you know what i don't don't want to break yeah i stopped i don't want to break my own heart you know what i mean that's smart it's like looking at your ex with someone hotter dude (laughs) just kind of what bro i've had that on a regular occurrence (laughs) (laughs) what i want to know too because you and i guess we have never really talked about this on the podcast before either is you said that you kind of come from like a rough part of england at least you say like you make it out to like it's a little bit rougher than most places uh, yeah. Do you have any like crazy ass story of like, I don't know, like something either the legal that happened or just something fucking crazy you've seen in your area? Because I'm trying to think of like the most wild thing I've seen here. Zoo lives in a town of a bunch of hicks and fucking. I've still seen some crazy shit. Uh, Edmonton's known for being not really nice. All right, so then maybe each, maybe we can all share one of like the funniest fucking stories we've kind well, of seen. What, what kind of story are you looking for though? Like just something like illegal. Like something crazy that you've seen happen in your area. I did have like a scarring moment when I was like six, and I've never talked about it actually. Do we want to have I'll, we can have you go first, and then the ride will give the rest of us a little bit of time. All I want to say is like, I know mine because obviously I don't want to out anyone I know. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so obviously I'll be one on myself, but obviously people are going to look at me a different way. I mean, most people know this about me that know me anyway. Unfortunately, my missus behind me. I'm not dropping myself in the shit. She knows about it as well. Okay. So, yeah. All right, fucking A. All right, Zoo, you go first, man. Well, I just had like this one moment, man. And I, again, I don't know how legit it maybe was in the situation, but I was like six years old, man. So I'm like young with one of my, like my first best friends and his mom. And we're at, it's literally called a mini mart. Like it's, it was a fucking ghetto mini mart right by my house. And it's not like I live, I'm not saying I live in the ghetto or anything. It was just kind of known for being like a shady mini mart. I don't know why. We're in there and I will never forget this. This big like beast comes in, has like a trench coat. And like a fedora, as you see in like the movies. All of a sudden, he just starts grabbing all the newspapers out of all the things, okay? Like as if like he's clearly trying to steal the newspapers. Oh, right. And, and then um, the, the guy's like, hey, no, 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 you're not stopping that. And he goes and like locks the door. 
and keeps the guy in the store. So, and this guy like is threatening that he has like a weapon. He's like, no, I have, I have something. You know, I don't know how legit it was, right? But the owner of the store locked the door where it's me, my friend, and his mom, and this fucking crazy guy, and the worker. And she locks it, we're all stuck in there. <laughs> we're like, what the fuck, what are you doing here, man? Like, <laughs> and I'll never forget, my friend's mom is like, what are you doing, we're still in here. Like, we have to go, we, like, what, we're just gonna stay here with him? And he started to call the cops, blah, blah, blah. And like, they kind of got physical for a bit. And like, I don't know, I just remember, I don't know what happened, because again, I was like six. Somehow, like, we got it, the door unlocked and they were fucking wrestling or some shit over the newspapers and like literally walked out and that mini mart ended up getting like shut down like a couple weeks later. So I don't know why I never really knew how that finished, but that was like one of the craziest that first saw when I was like young, at least. Damn. Wow. Yeah, they do that. That's, I was going to say really quickly, they do that at the, um, at like the gas stations here too. If people steal stuff, where they have like a handle behind the counter, the button, right? Where yeah. they pull it, or they can pull it or hit the button, and everything just fucking locks. The only reason I know that's a thing is because back in high school, when everybody was stealing alcohol, that's the only way that we had, you know, alcohol at parties. We sent two of our buddies in there, and one of our buddies, like the way you have to do it is you kind of have to wait for the. I'm not trying to, you know, teach people how to steal alcohol here, but. Um, <laughs> Well, the way you have to do it is, you know, once the guy looks down or once he goes to the cash register, whoop, you're out. Like, see you later type deal, you know? Um, we send in two of our buddies and one of the fucking idiots, like, literally, like, just starts walking with, like, a 30 rack. And he's, like, 17, man. Like, they know he's not 21. Just starts walking towards the door. And everybody's like, uh, just, you're not going anywhere. Just fucking whams it like, down, locks him in and, like, mother friends in there, too. And he's like, no, man, like I was just kidding. And the guy's like, put it on the fucking like counter and get the fuck out of here. And they left. And then, that's being nice, man. No, Dude. unbelievably nice. Yeah. But then add the next part to this story. I was in the car with my other friends. So we sent two of them in. We go two miles down the road to the next place because we didn't have any alcohol that night still. And then we all like got arrested basically at the next place. But um, <laughs> we didn't get any alcohol out of there. What ended up happening was we were outside of like this Circle K, which is like the gas station here. And, uh, I'm like sitting there with my buddy and it's like Christmas night, by the way, too, which makes this story like a little bit more fucked. And yeah, no, laugh at your ass off, GTV, you asshole, dude. Uh, and I look at my friend after our two of our buddies went in. And I'm like, yo, like what happens if, you know, a cop comes? He's like, don't worry, man. We've done this a hundred times. Like no cops coming. I swear to God, like as he like went to take his next breath, cop pulls into the shit and I'm like, fuck, dude, like here we go. Um, he goes around the store. I called my friends. I'm like, yo, like, don't steal anything. There's a cop outside. So they came out with like fucking Slurpees or some shit at like 3 a.m. in the morning. Cop like like lights the shit up behind us, takes us all out of the car. And he's like, this, this car has been used in beer runs before. And I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding. Me. We didn't even do anything tonight, right? So they had footage of one of my friends stealing alcohol from like the week before. And he was the only one that got in trouble. But I had to call my parents and let them know that I was trying to steal alcohol at 3 a.m. When I was like 16 years old, dude, so they picked us up and we didn't get How in trouble. How do you guys God. think to park like right outside the circle? The easiest way, bro, because it would just always fastest be. fastest getaway? Every time, yeah, it would literally just be grab the alcohol. You just send in the fastest kids. And the second they turn around, it, the the stronger kids could carry two 30 racks out of there. Everybody else would only go for like one and like an 18 or something. But yeah, dude, just come bolting out the door. The doors are open. You hop in. Everybody just takes off. What's your all biggest hit, do you think, like amount-wise? I so after I got in trouble for it, I made sure I didn't go again. But uh, the the biggest one I saw was 
there was two ki- I think it was just two of the kids, bro, and they came out with like 120 beers. And I was just like, this is fucking That's a fucking night. Like, no, <laughs> that's the thing. So that's a and night. the thing is we would go to this one place because apparently it was like the easiest place to steal from. And uh I would just sit back at the apartment and they'd come back and they like you said, we're 17 years old, and they'd each come in with like two 30 racks in each one of their hands. We're like, we're good. And we're like, the thing is, we probably would have we would have paid for it, I think, if we knew anybody. But no one knew anybody on a Monday afternoon at like yeah. three o'clock that was gonna fucking buy us alcohol. So <laughs> then we just yeah we skip football practice and we just sit there and drink all night and then we go home and that was that. So, so that you know what? It. It's really weird. Are you saying that you guys literally have to bolt out, mate? Here, yeah. Anyone can walk into any shop, just basically pick up anything they want. Look at the people that work there as they're walking out. We're like, yeah, I'm just taking this. I'll see you in a bit. I'm just like, no walk way. Out of it. Mate, there's even footage of seagulls walking through the doors and nicking packs of Chris and walking out of it. <laughs> you know, so if you really think if you're going to stop a person, if they're not going to stop a bloody animal. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, this is the thing now. Like, obviously, you two is telling your stories. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah, they're kind of calm. <laughs> yeah, no, I was going to say, dude, for God's sake. I'm, I'm just going to read this literally what I quickly searched as well before I do say mine. Um, so this is regarding the overall crime rate in Nottingham in 2021 was 114 crimes per 1,000 people. This oh compares God. poorly to Nottinghamshire's overall crime rate coming in at 49% higher than the Nottinghamshire rate of 76 per 1,000 re- residents. For England, Wales and Northern Ireland as a whole, Nottingham is among the top five most dangerous major cities and the 427th most dangerous location out of all town cities and villages in the world. Before you even get into your thing, is it, how do I say it, in terms of crime, is it people uh, like attacking each other, like like stabbings and stuff like that, or is it more so like just like theft? Um, I wouldn't know so much now, but obviously back in the day, Nottingham used to have the reputation. Well, it was basically one of the major party cities. Um, it walked all over Liverpool, Newcastle, London, etc. because it had a vibrant nightlife. But it was also cheap compared to the other locations. So, you know, it was a go-to place for everyone. Um, but because there's a lot of drug and gang wars here, um, it got nicknamed Shottingham and Stabbingham. Like there's a place called Stapleford. It's known as Stabbo, stuff like that. Do you know what I mean? So like, it's a lot of gun crime and knife crime. It's like fucking uh, Grand Theft Auto out there, dude. It is, yeah. so, so it's, like, it's like rated R Fortnite names. Stabbingham <laughs> <laughs> Forest. <laughs> so, yeah, no. Um, yeah, it's interesting for sure. Uh, so... I mean, I've got two stories, really. One of them's out in me and one's out in what I went through. Well, I don't um, want you out. Are these like, did you get in trouble for these things or no? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's all blown over now. Okay, okay. Um, I'm trying to rehatch new crimes, dude. No, no, no. I just might lose my job. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, so the one that I was kind of like involved in as, a, as an innocent person, um, it was when I had my own vape shop. The guy that lived above the vape shop was basically a cocaine addict um and his wife ended up losing him because of it so he became even more of an idea like basically spiraling out of control um i mean you'd have days where you'd hear him singing like celine dion and everything you know beautiful um, <laughs> but then there was days where you'd hear him like talking to himself like i'm gonna stab him i'm gonna stab him i'm thinking huh, who's he gonna stab me 
It's me. No shot. That, that's no. who he's on about. It's me he's on about. Um, so he that seems like, like a different type of drug than cocaine, man. If he must have been on some crazy shit. I don't know, because obviously cocaine's like a pumper into it and like yeah. picked me up. So I think he just obviously done way too much to the point that he's not having a cardiac arrest, unfortunately, but to the point that he wants to basically cause me to have a cardiac arrest. You know, it's kind of the same thing. Um, but yeah, no, like, it, like oh, I'm going to stab him. I'm going to stab him. I'm sitting there at my counter thinking, yeah, he's going to see, I'm going to see some drama next week. You know, he barges straight through my door with a knife. He's like, I'm going to stab you and your fucking customers and all this stuff. I'm like, okay. Um, but yeah, no, this happened about, I'd say seven or eight times. Um, there was one point where I was with an ex-partner. Um, and it seems, to be a, it seems to be a reoccurring trend. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they bring the negative people out of my life. Um, but yeah, no, I went to a shop that was like four doors down. Like, oh, do you want a drink or something? Yeah, yeah. So obviously I've gone to get this drink. Next thing you know, she rings me up. She's like, oh, guy, um, get here quick. I'm like, why? She's like, oh, he's screaming again that he's going to stab like stab him, I'm gonna stab him. She goes, I can only think he's referring to you. Yeah, it's all right, you know. So as I'm walking out, he then comes down onto this like front four, like forecourt thing. And he's like, Oi, you with this fucking massive knife like this. It's like, I wanna fucking have you. I just walk back calmly to the shop, just lock the door, and he's like banging on the door and everything, like, fucking open this door, fucking open this door. So yeah, it took him 18 months to evict him. Eighteen months. Eighteen months, and he's got arrested like four times by the police for it. And yeah, it took him eighteen months to evict him. Has he ever actually stabbed somebody, or is he only like the whole threatening thing? I don't know. The thing is, like, because he was only doing it when he was absolutely smashed on drugs. Yeah, I don't know if he like. <laughs> it's going to be worth saying this. I don't know if he's like an actual nice guy. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> You know, without the drugs, he might be the loveliest person you'll ever meet. Um, it seems like a little schizophrenic type. You know what I mean? That's kind well, of what I was looking for. So I think because his like, partner left him, I think he took more and it just mangled his brain. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, to the points that he might have actually been hearing voices and That's what I think, yeah. genuinely having conversations with himself. You know, and I mean, it doesn't say much about me, does it? Because I'm having conversations with myself about him having conversations with himself. Like, oh, <laughs> who's he going to stab? Who's he going to stab? Um, but yeah, no, the other one that involved me and me as the criminal per se. Oh, um, so long story short, I nearly got put behind bars for 12 years. The fuck? <laughs> This yeah. is all public knowledge. Like, it's all yeah, blown yeah, over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is all done. It was when I was 17, so we're talking nearly 13 years ago. Do you know what I mean? Um, it was meant to happen that way, but I got basically a slap on the wrist and basically a three-year suspended sentence um, because basically, long story short, someone says that my mate deserved to be dead because um, someone I knew got murdered. Um, and this guy, I'm not going to say what he said word for word because it was yeah. basically involved in everything, but he was basically like, oh, your mate deserves to be dead. Um, so I kind of lost my attitude um, as a youngster, you know, pride and all that jazz, you know, making out I'm the top yeah. dog and all this. Uh, went home, put two hammers in a drawstring bag, got on a motorbike with no insurance, no license, no road tax, all this jazz. And I basically went to go after him with the hammers. Um, my mother rang the police on me, got absolutely surrounded by police vehicles. And um, I left the drawstring bag on my back as I ran off. So it was considered taking weapons into the public um, with an intent to cause danger oh, or God. something like that. Um, the funniest part is the way I ran, 
I could have gone straight on. I could have gone right. I could have gone left. Left was a dead end. I'm saying to myself as I'm running, don't turn left. Guess which way this dickhead turned. Jesus. <laughs> I turned left and got tasered, then rugby tackled. So you were going- cracked five stars of GTA. Four. The <laughs> oh, army man. didn't come. The, the army didn't come, so it's four. <laughs> But you said the only reason you were going to go after this person is because they said something like racially, like... Yeah, basically the meaning why my friend deserved to be dead was a racial reason. Oh, God. Yeah, I kind of saw a red type moment. Yeah. Yeah. And they, uh, uh, and it sounds like they just tried to hit you with everything possible. At I didn't even know that was for a, 12 years. Yeah. Yeah. Like that yeah. thing about intent. I've never heard of that one before. Like, yeah, just, like, you know what? A lot of those guys turn around and say some of the laws in America are fucked up, but some of the laws here are equally as fucked up in different ways. Do you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, no. So what it was is like, I kind of like dug myself a deep hole because obviously by the time I was arrested and I got took down to the custody, um, and we was having a conversation about it and everything because I was underage because I was 17. I had to have someone that was basically a legal guardian to come in and represent with me. Um, obviously, I didn't want a solicitor because I didn't realize the severity of it at the time. I just had hammers in my drawstring bag sort of thing. Sorry. Um, so I got a friend in that was uh, basically a nurse and he was clued up on like disabilities and struggles and stuff like that. And obviously for the guys that don't know, I'm actually autistic. So I've got Asperger's syndrome, um, high functioning. So people don't know unless I actually tell them. Um, but obviously <clears throat> we played on it. Um, so it was like the coppers were turning around to me like, oh, so if you got to him, do you think you'd have used the hammers on him? Obviously I'm seeing red at this point. Still, I'm still angry. Do you know what I mean? This is only like 30 minutes an hour after yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'd have caved him in his head, you know, and they're like, oh, right, so you had intent to murder. I was like, if that's what it would have done, then that's what it would have done. I feel my mate kicking me under the table. He's like, oh, can I have a word with him, please? So obviously the cop has left and I was like, oh, we just need to let you know that the tape's going to keep recording all this jazz, but yeah, you can have a word with him. So he has a word with him, with me, sorry, and he's like, oh, look, don't admit anything. Let me talk on your behalf because obviously you're seeing red, your autism's flaring, etc. It's like people with Tourette's, when they get more nervous, the Tourette's come out more, you know, obviously with me i saw red i was nervous my autism was coming out more so obviously they then come in and he was basically dealing with them and talking with them and everything and that's the only reason i got let off because of my autism damn yeah well your friend also saved your like saved your ass too big time Imagine well, yeah. he wasn't there to kick your kick you under the table that's it and the thing is i mean i owe him even more because obviously my mother didn't want me to come home can't blame her you know what i mean well, she also that's crazy she imagine like she didn't call yeah. Also, well, that's it. Like, I sit there and think, where would that have been? Yeah, you know? I mean, that's probably one of the times where I should have quit something that I was going to do, and I didn't. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, I quit streaming, <laughs> yeah. I quit music, didn't quit trying to get someone. The most determined you've ever been. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm finishing this one off. Um, Jesus. So yeah, and basically, because she didn't want me to come home, I had to sleep in that guy's car as well, and it was September. So it was dead cold. Yeah. Obviously, well, I say it was dead cold. England has 364 days of winter out of 365. Um, but yeah, no, like I say, it's really hard to say cold. that to Canadian. But... <laughs> yeah, well, that's a good point to be fair. You sympathize with me on yeah, this one. Yeah, 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 I know. I know. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. So then obviously I went home. It was a bit of a rough like situation to be in. The mother wasn't happy with me, and again, rightfully so. And I remember like two weeks later, I spoke to him and I was like, oh, you know, if I decided that I was going to go do something again, like to someone, because obviously in the area I'm from, you kind of got to learn to fight and protect yourself. Um, well, I did anyway. Um, 
I says, if I was like, having to stand my ground against someone, like, and knowing that I will get those 12 years, because obviously with a three-year suspended sentence, anything you do in those three years, that previous one will get brought up along with what you've done at the time. So if you was meant to get 12 years and then you beat someone up and got like two years, you'll get a total of 14 years. Yeah. So I was like, okay. if you knew that I could get arrested and actually locked up for those 12 years and I'm trying to defend myself here, would you actually ring the police again? She was like, in a heartbeat, yeah. It's a good thing she did, bro. Hello, mom. Yeah. It Hello, is. Mom. Yeah, never been in trouble since. And that was probably one of the only times I was in trouble with him anyway. That's why. I've never had to run with the Like, I've done the little small little crimes type thing. Like, the little stupid, like, mini, like, you know, like, Circle K gas station shit. But I think the number one thing, and this is the one that I think I got to give my brother some credit for this one. Because it was probably one of the smartest ideas he's had. Stupid as fuck. Don't get me wrong. Somehow came across some newsletter from the school that is like nowhere near my neighborhood. I'm like in the South area of my city, which is like considered a nice area, you know, the higher end a bit, not like my community, but around that area. Yeah. And this is like a North side school. So this is like just far away, just not near us, I guess. And it's not known for being a nice area. It is, it isn't, but he somehow finds his newsletter from this North side school about like a fundraiser for sports equipment. And somehow him and his friend end up getting a hoodie from the same school and I'm in like grade seven at this time. So he's in high school. I think he's like just first year high school. He comes to me and my buddy. We're like 12 years old. And is like, tells us this whole thing. Well, I'll give you some money from it. Like we're like, Oh yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. man. Like let's do it. Puts my ass in like a hoodie. We go door to door in like one of the richest neighborhoods by like my area. Dude, we raked in like, fucking hundreds of dollars man jesus christ oh dude. my god door to door we're like hi like bro and this is me i'm cute little 12 year old kid with my little buddy my buddy eugene <laughs> like hi like we're raising money for our sports equipment and like they see the school name and like if you're from my city you know most schools in the city so they're like oh these kids don't have shit and they're fucking just tossing it out tossing it out and there's one time bro it's all easy until one time this lady was like Oh, can I get the newsletter? I, I want a photocopy of it. And I'm like, fuck. I'm like, uh, uh yeah, sure. You know, I just kind of go with it. She's like, I just want to make sure it's legit. Cause she's giving us like 20 bucks or whatever. So we rake it up. We get our little small percentage with my brother totally fucked us over. Cause we did all the work. <laughs> and like, I spent it all on FIFA points. This is like FIFA, like 15, bro. I'm living life. My team stacked all this. I'll never forget me and my brother on great terms. We used to fight all the time. He thinks I'm a G all this. He fucked the whole situation up. My mom, like, you know, as, as she does, cleaning the house, lifts, um, moves the couch a bit, right? Finds, like, a stack of these newsletter papers, right? Which I don't know why the fuck he put them there. I'll never understand. As you sit and, down, there's, like, a crinkle, dude. dude and <laughs> I don't have, like, strict parents, you know? Like, I, they're, they're so, they've always just been chill. Like, this is how it is. Oh, we're having a meeting at the dinner table. What the fuck is this? And me and Eric are like, fuck I like we're just like oh shit boys we're sitting there at this dinner table and she's like so care to explain like total like fucking like you know what i mean i'm like ah <laughs> i'm like shit <laughs> and Eric's just like i look at my brother and like as like we never really like we're just it's been a chill it was always a chill upbringing never really got punished too hard blah 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 and we just like even my dad starts fucking laughing, bro. Like they, we started dying. Me and my brother laughing. He's like, they knew exactly what it was, which is fair play to them. They knew exactly what we were doing. Oh, totally caught us. My dad thought it was kind of hilarious. And honestly, like 
to this day is like kind of impressed with my brother like coming up with that idea <laughs> but that was like probably the worst thing that like we constructed did you not like, give him a cut no he it was his idea so he gave me a no, cut. i mean your parents are cut oh no 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 bro that money was gone man i went right to the gas station and loaded up on fucking my truck pants bro I was loading that, no question. See, the funniest thing is, you're saying like, oh, it was cute little 12-year-olds, and I can under like, hi. Yeah. 12-year-olds, yeah, they'll kick you down your door and take your stuff. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. All right, we're nearly at the hour, Mark. So, GTB, is there any plan of a return to streaming? <sighs> I'm going to take that as a no. <laughs> I do not. You know what? I want to, but like, I've got two main issues. One, the PC just like massively needs upgrading. Like when I was doing that four hour stream, like I was like always saying, yo, is the stream lagging for you guys? And I was like, no, no, it's fine. Why? <laughs> My end is lagging. Yeah. Um, so that was obviously the, one of the main issues. Um, two, obviously I work no end of hours, as you know, because obviously I'm yeah. hard now. Um, and like I, don't, I have set days off, but obviously those set days off, I'm nine times out of 10 sleeping. Um, when I do finish work, obviously I'm spending time with a partner. Um, she takes up all my spare time so she should feel grateful and I'm not going to look at her as I say that because she's probably giving me the evilest of eyes right now I can feel it burning in the back of my head um, so yeah I, I, I want to I really do want to because obviously it was a great laugh obviously some of the guys that are in the stream you know they obviously help out you know and they're great people but it's just obviously when there's a time and a place yes I probably will um, when that time and place is, I don't know, but definitely going to be doing the next year one four-hour stream. Yeah, you know, make, make that a thing. You know, I made hot tub streams a thing. Let's make one hour, one four-day streams a thing. And just so we can end this on the you know the note that I said at the very beginning, there is a very big category over on Twitch now. It's like pools, hot tubs, and beaches, where basically you can wear dental floss in that category and just go sit there and talk with people. It was, me, it was coined that GTB was the one that started this stuff because he would literally just leave his stream on and go have a bath for like three hours and then would come back, dude, new clothes, new everything. Could you come right back in and just start playing again? Like nothing happened. It was like, bro, what? Like, turn the fucking stream off, man. Like, what are we doing around here, dude? It so, got to the point where I actually even create, you know, you got like your um, BRB screen, your yeah. like, chat interaction screen. I even had, a, in the end, a bath screen so people could know that I've gone to the bath and just fucked off. And dude, anyway, the worst part was like, I don't think I would have cared whatsoever, but he'd come into my stream. And he's like, oh, mate, stream for four hours today. I'm like, fuck off, dude. Like, you need to stream for four hours. You're in the bath for three of them, man. Like, he's, and he's like, no, no, go back, look at the VOD. And I click on the VOD and start scrolling through it. And he's just nowhere to be found throughout his entire stream, dude. So I'm like, fuck this, bro. Think of the ad revenue. That's all I was thinking of. Just running the ads, dude. That's you one know. of the that's one of the things we'll leave it on this note. One of the best things I've seen now on Twitch is they have this ad incentive program. So it's a certain amount of hours you have to stream. You have to play a certain amount of ads, which it can be outlandish. It could be like nine minutes of ads an hour, which is stupid on Twitch to have to play that much. Um, so what I've seen people, yeah, seriously. What I've seen people do as of recent is they leave a YouTube video running for or just like videos running for like 13 hours and just slam the advertisements on no viewers because it makes no difference. You've already agreed and opted in that you're going to get paid this much. And they just get it all over with in like two days and then just like stream normal the rest of the month. So That's smart. you almost, yeah. you almost invented that before it even became a thing. 
So. You know what? I am inventing so much stuff and I'm not even getting any cut of it. And I feel like I really feel disappointed. You know, there would be no Amaranth for Max if it wasn't for me. Do you know what I mean? Like, I really set the bar high and everyone's really rode off that. I was literally saying to my missus, I goes, I know one thing Bucky's going to bring up and it's going to be my bath time streams. She went, what? You actually streamed while in the bath? I was like, no, 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 no. I just, <laughs> I just created it. She was like, what do you mean? I says, I used to fuck off in the bath for like an hour and leave the stream running. I says, no, I know. I know what's happened. I goes, one of Amaranth's viewers or someone like that seen that and gone, oh, he's made other revenue from doing that. You should do the same. She's like, what? Is he, was he actually in the bath? And she's gone, ding. Yeah. be in the bath while streaming and that's where it, it, I'm, I'm taking it it's mine i created it it's fucking incredible all right well gtb thanks so much for hopping on no today, worries man. i appreciate it the true um, crime okay. 40 before noon episode yeah honestly this has been, it's been a very different vibe but it's yeah. one that we've never really had before no, it's new i like it I'm i thought it was fucking great so Thank God GTB was a criminal at one point in his life. <laughs> I never thought I heard that sentence, but yeah. been the victim and the criminal. God. All right, you guys, if you haven't followed GTB, all of his links will be down below. How often those links will be active, we cannot, we cannot really, you know, promise you whatsoever. But if there's a new song that comes out, I'm sure we'll all be listening to it in the live stream. So. If you have made it this far, if you guys could leave us a five-star rating, we'd appreciate that a lot. Next week, we do have Zwayback as our uh, as our next guest. So it's going to be a hard one to find. To, you know, I don't think Zwayback really committed any crimes probably growing up. So I think, I think we may have topped him in that category right now. But we'll see you guys then. Peace. Peace.